This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponent and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we're going to be talking about where the best things in your life are hiding. Now, more specifically, we're going to be talking about how every time something bad happens in your life, you can make something good out of it. And it all comes down to one thing, and that is your mindset. And I know it's you know, something that you've heard me talk about before if you've been following me for any period of time, but it's something that I think so many of you need to hear. I had a conversation with an athlete of mine just in the last couple of days here, and he was talking about how, you know, he's dealing with a bunch of issues with his family, he's dealing with, you know, all these difficult things outside of the sport, and as he's dealing with these things, you know, he finds himself gets getting away from training he finds himself getting off track with the goals that he has for his career he finds himself shutting down because of the negative things that are going on in his life and this is something that I see happen a lot and something that honestly used to happen a lot to me as well but the one shift that I made when negative things would happen in my life that has allowed me to see a lot of success in my career as a coach so far and you know set myself up for so much so much more success coming in the future is I just shifted how I viewed negative things instead of viewing a negative thing as you know something negative or you know my life being over or some terrible thing that's happening I just started viewing it as a chance to improve a chance to make a difference a chance to you know step into a new venture or a new level of myself whatever it might have been so one of the prime examples was when i came to calgary i was coming off of a breakup with the girl that for a long time i thought i was going to marry and i was coming off of losing my job two weeks after that breakup so i had spent about four months drinking myself into submission and uh, basically just feeling sorry for myself working a shitty job i didn't like and just kind of dealing with the fact that life was kind of crap and then I came to Calgary still in a very depressed still in a very bad place but one of it was one of the greatest things that ever happened to me and the reason it was one of the greatest things that ever happened to me was I moved into a job that paid me nothing I moved here purely for the I have to get out of Ottawa because everything in my life was or horrible so I moved here basically just to get away But when I got here, I moved into a job because it was the only job I could find. I moved into a job that paid me nothing, that required me to figure out how to build up my own clientele. That was something I'd never done before, something I had no idea how to do, but I loved it. I loved the idea that the work that I put in reflected the amount of money that I made. The work that I put in reflected what kind of athletes I spent my day working with. The work that I put in reflected what I got out of it. Whereas any other job I had worked, hey, you make $20 an hour, so go coach those people and at the end of it, we'll give you 20 bucks. But if I, with this job, if I found the right amount of clients and I could put my own sessions together at the right times, et cetera, I could build out $120 hours and I could be in the gym for three hours, make myself 
you know, 360 bucks and that was a great day. So it took time. It took a lot of effort. It took a lot of work, but I love, love, loved the idea of having to build up my own business essentially. And so it was one of the worst things in my life that ever happened that led to me actually making the change and moving to Calgary. And that sparks my love of entrepreneurship, my love of, you know, learning how to build a business, learning the ins and outs of what I do today. So that's just one example of, again, the good things coming from the worst parts of your life. Now, the second piece I wanted to talk about, because this one was huge, is COVID. Now, obviously, I'm not going to sit here and try to get into a COVID debate with anybody, but the thing I wanted to talk about with COVID was you basically could handle it one of two ways. Either you could shut everything down, you'd say, you know, the government's right, I'm in horrible amounts of danger and I need to just shut down, throw on six masks, do whatever it is that I need to do to feel safe. And if that's what you spent the time doing, fine. And a lot of the time there were people that spent all their time arguing about, you know, what side is actually correct? Is it the worst thing in the world? Is it a total hoax? Are they making it up? Whatever. But when COVID struck, I remember the first week basically sitting down and saying, the fuck am I going to do now? Like I, you know, at the time, the only business I had was in the gym. I had no online presence whatsoever. And it was basically that moment where I was like, well, shit, like, you know, there's no way for me to keep this business going. And I'd worked so hard to actually build it that it was just a very defeating feeling to basically sit there and say, well, I've worked so hard to build it, but then it just got taken away from me. So sucks to suck, I guess. And then after about a week of, you know, sleeping in, feeling sorry for myself, kind of dealing with the fact that I had no idea how I was going to survive or how I was going to keep any of my athletes or anything like that. I hit a point where I was like, okay, I got two choices. I can either sit here and just fucking fold or I can figure out how to get online. And in the beginning, I was sending athletes PDF programs doing weekly individual check-ins and charging $50 a month, um, which if you know anything about, well, being an adult or a human, $50 a month, that does not create a very sustainable business model when you're working multiple hours a week for that $50 a month. Now, since then, I've created much better systems, but I had to throw myself into the fire. I had to figure out what to do in order to survive because I was forced into that situation through COVID happening and through, you know, this bad thing in my life. I was forced into that situation and in turn, I had to figure out what to do to survive. So I was running this terrible model that was not working very well, but it was at least bringing in a little bit of money. You know, I had five clients, I think. So I had $250 a month coming in while I was at home. And then over that time, what that led to was me realizing that as much as I enjoy being in the gym, I don't enjoy being in the gym for 18 hours a day. And if I'm going to make a decent living and not be in the gym for 18 hours a day, I needed to start taking on more online clients and I needed to start up in prices and charging what an actual professional coach would charge. So through all of COVID, I immersed myself in personal development books. I immersed myself in, you know, business books, in YouTube channels that taught about business. I started researching online training and how to make it more effective, what to do to provide a better service online 
all of these different kind of things. Now, obviously, as we know, COVID was very up and down. There were some closures, there were some openings and whatever. But as my business started to build up, while most people were shutting their doors, my business started to grow. Because again, instead of taking the attitude of, oh, poor me, life is terrible and threw this bad thing at me, I took the attitude of how do I figure it out and how do I take steps forward anyway? <clears throat> Excuse me. So through that time, my business began to grow. And as we opened for the second time, I was actually able to get myself in a place where I could open my first gym, which is something that I wanted since I was 13 years old. So again, good things coming off of the bad things in life. You know, my business was shut down. It was taken away from me. It was something that was completely out of my control. But taking the attitude of what can I do with the situation I'm in and how can I move forward anyway, instead of taking the attitude of, oh, poor me, life is against me, everything sucks, and, you know, this isn't my fault, I took that first attitude and I figured out how to make the business work online, which led to me being able to open my first gym. Now, moving forward further from that, you know, COVID kept kind of going up and down, but as those lockdowns continued to happen, and I continued to study how to coach better online, developing an online business, how to, how, to dis, how to deliver a better service. That's the word I was looking for, how to deliver a better service online. I came across my business coach. And, you know, after a little bit of back and forth there, money was still tight, but I had my gym now and things were going okay. And my business coach um, came to me and, you know, we started talking. Eventually I signed up with them and then the size of my business tripled within three months. So every one of these stories, the reason I'm sharing them with you, the reason I'm talking about this stuff is every one of these stories is an example of something bad out of my control happening and me being able to make something good out of it. Now, the reason that's so important and the reason that I'm talking about this is because plain and simple, guys, those are your choices. You know, bad things are going to happen. There's no way around that. Tough things are going to happen. There's no way around that. You're going to fall. You're going to get injured. You're going to get passed up on opportunities. And I see athletes go two different directions with this. Either I see them miss out on an opportunity and say, I need to do whatever I can to make sure that the next time that opportunity comes up, I don't miss out. Or I see athletes miss out on an opportunity and then say, well, you know, the opportunity has gone. So I'm just going to slack off for a bit, go drinking, kind of, you know, quote unquote, enjoy life. And then another opportunity comes up and they're in no place to take it because they didn't maximize the time that they had. And this is what I really want to get across to you guys today is that the way to see the success that you are after in your athletic career, the way to see the success that you're after and actually end up in a position where you're living the life that you want, you've got your career in the sport, you're making your living purely off of training and competing, you're retiring your family, you're setting your future family up for success, the way to reach those levels is to always continue to move forward. Because there's gonna be bad things that happen in life, but as an example, when COVID happened, did you say, okay, well, COVID's here, so I'm just gonna take however long it is off of training and then we'll get back to it after? Or did you say, well, this is a great time for me to buckle down and learn as much as I can about my sport, 
practice my sport as much as I can, train as much as I can, get as good as I can, so that when an opportunity comes up, I'm there and I'm ready to take it. Because I guarantee anyone that took that second approach, being ready, making sure that you're focused on doing the right thing, so when the opportunity presents, you're ready for it, those people rose above the rest, I promise you. Those people rose above the rest. But with whatever that might be, or, you know, a lot of the times, this is where I'll see it, is athletes get injured. And then they say, well, I'm hurt, so I can't train. And then they take three months off of training while they heal their injury, and then they come back and they're fat, out of shape, and now they're basically starting from square one. So you've done all this work to build yourself up, you got hurt, and then you said, well, okay, I'm just going to restart. And now you've got to climb the mountain again. Or athletes like my athlete, John Moore, and I always love telling this story because I think it's hilarious and it shows what a beast this dude is. Athletes like my athlete, John Moore, broke his hand in his pro MMA debut and he was in in the gym a week later. And he was in the gym a week later because he messaged me and he said, hey, my hand's broken, but what can I do around that? And so I was still expecting him to take two weeks off, but then literally that next Wednesday, he fought on Saturday, and that next Wednesday, he was back in the gym, walking in with his hand still swollen, the bone hadn't been fixed yet, walked into the gym, holding his hand up, not letting it move, and said, okay, I'm here, what do we got, what are we going to do today? And I looked at him, I was like, oh shit, okay, I guess we're training right away. And so that day, I got him doing a lot of body weight, lower body work, hip mobility work that he didn't have to have his hand on the ground. Literally started looking at what can we do not putting any weight in his hand. Because that way, when his hand healed, instead of having to start his whole fitness from day one, all we had to do was work back around his hand and build up that grip strength in his right arm. But again, the bad thing happens, the injury happens, and instead of saying, well, I broke my hand, so I can't train, see you in three months, he's saying, well, I broke my hand, so I can't do anything while I have weights in my hand, so what can I do around it? How can I continue to move forward? How can I continue to stay as ready as possible so that when that injury is healed, I'm ready to go? So his conditioning, when he came back from the broken hand, his conditioning was better than when he broke his hand. And how many athletes can say that? How many athletes can say that they're better physically coming back from an injury than they were when they got injured? So few, but that is the difference between that kind of athlete, the ones who are going to succeed, and the ones who don't. So what I really want to get across to you guys, and what I really want you guys to take away from this, is that the best shit in your life is on the other side of the worst shit. You have that injury that you feel like is going to take you out for six months. What else can you do that can continue to move you forward? A worldwide global pandemic shuts down your gym or your training center, whatever it is. What can you do to continue to move forward? Because there's always an answer, but it's how badly you want to look for it. So in any one of those situations that I talked about in this episode, Instead of taking the victim mentality, instead of taking that mentality of, you know, life is throwing shit at me and I just need to shut down and wait for it to be over, I took the mentality of how do I figure this out? How do I step forward anyway? And don't get me wrong, I had bad days through that. I'm not sitting here saying, you know, life throws shit at you and you're just going to feel great all the time. But, like, it was hard. There were days where I definitely thought, you know, am I wasting my time here? 
but continuing to step forward anyway put me in this position now where I have 45 plus athletes in eight countries around the world run a podcast that has 270 plus episodes out. I own my first gym. I bought an Audi last year, which is something that I've wanted for a really long time. Like life is fucking good. And life is fucking good because in every single one of those situations, instead of saying, oh, life is throwing some shit at me, so I should just curl up in a ball until it's over, said life is throwing some shit at me, so how can I tell life, fuck you, and I'm going to win anyway? And taking that mentality into your athletic career, whatever is thrown at you, make sure that you are doing anything and everything within your power to win anyway. And if you can take that mentality of life, guys, you are unstoppable. So what I want you guys to do and, you know, any kind of homework from the episode today is look at where you're at in life right now. Look at what negative stuff is happening to you. What things are you not happy about that are happening to you in your life right now? And ask yourself, am I doing everything I can to take the positive from this situation? Am I doing everything I can to continue to move forward despite what's going on? Now, if you are, great. Keep doing those things and it's going to pay off. If you're not, this next question is for you. If you're not doing everything you can to move forward anyways, now ask yourself, what's one action step that I can start taking in order to continue to move forward? As an example, when we talked about, you know, COVID shutting the world down and me having to move online, one of the action steps was every day I was, you know, there were times where I was in a pretty depressed place, like things weren't good. I was barely making it through the month despite the, you know, check that they were giving us and whatever. But my action step was every single day I'm going to spend one hour listening to CEOs, podcasts, etc., talk about building a social media presence because I knew with a social media presence, I'd have a better time moving online. And if I was able to move online, then I'd be able to see success in the business. And then it turned to, I'm going to spend one hour every day speaking to athletes on social media. And I always just gave myself one more action step. So I wasn't trying to overload my plate and go from nothing to, Hey, I'm going to have, you know, $50,000 a month coming in by next week. Like that's not how you're going to see success. How you're going to see success is where you're at right now. Plus one, then dial that in. And then where you're at right now, plus one again, then plus one again, then plus one again, and continue to go at it until you fill your plate up. But if you try to go from zero to a hundred, you're going to fall off. So make sure If you're not doing everything in your power right now, you're picking one action step that you can nail down this week so that you can start moving in the right direction again. Because the victim mentality isn't helping you. The mentality of, you know, life's against me or everybody's throwing shit at me or things aren't going well for me, that's not helping you. What's going to help you is switching that mentality around and realizing that whatever life throws at you, you still have control. You have control of how you show up. You have control of how you spend your day today. The amount of people that will tell me, you know, life's throwing shit at me and everything's not going well. And then those same people will spend two and a half hours every night watching TV. Or those same people will be scrolling random TikTok videos on their phone for four hours a day. Or those same people that tell me, oh, you know, 
like money's just so tight right now. I wish I could invest in coaching, but I just, I just can't because money's so tight. We'll then be buying concert tickets for $180 to go see a band that they could listen to on their computer. And don't get me wrong. If you want to go see a concert, go see a concert, but don't tell me that you wish you could invest in coaching and then go spend $180 on a concert because you don't wish you could that badly. You know, life is not out to get you. You make your own decisions. You control how you show up. And that's it. So that is it. That is all. I appreciate everybody who tuned in today. I appreciate you all if you made it to the end of the broadcast, especially if you're listening back to this on the replay. Make sure to let me know what your biggest takeaway was. And as always, guys, my one ask of you is share the show with a friend, share it with a teammate, share it with someone you know will benefit from this message. But I appreciate you all for tuning in. We'll talk again soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.